Why are Alperin, Shangun, and the Houston Rockets struggling on the road? Let's talk about it. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another edition of Summit State of Mind, presented to you by the Apollo Podcast Network and powered by Celebrity Mint. In this episode, we are going to discuss your last chance. That's right, all of you. Your last chance to vote Alperin Shangun to the All-Star Game. We're going to talk takeaways from Rockets' loss to the Knicks and why the Rockets have been currently struggling on the road as of late. We're going to discuss the latest in Rockets' trade rumors, and we're going to talk about our dog of the week once again if you see and look around i'm in studio so of course i'm joined by my co-host the gm justin and my other co-host the big dog dj my boys my fellas my brothers in arms in good times and in bad in sickness and in health how we doing we're here we barely made it Jeez, the depression is real tough tough it's been tough, but let's just get it over <laughs> with. We, we, we was bound to talk about it. So. Got to talk about it. We got to talk, talk about it. it so well, I want to talk about why yeah. the Rockets are yeah, I'm down. sucking yeah. right now. I mean, yeah. they're, we're going to call a spade a spade here. They, yeah. they fucking suck right yeah, now. Suck. So we're going to talk about it. Yeah. But before we do, let's go into it right now. Look, it's our last chance here. We got the third return votes here for Alperin Shingun getting into the All-Star game. Still ranked number six. But we're looking at what are we looking at, DJ? One point, one point, one point three. Yeah, a little 1. over one point million. Okay, 1. Yeah, 1. We're 3 looking million. at over one point three million shout outs to the one point three million voters always, that have been getting it. Shout outs to Turkey, obviously, for continuing to do work for Alper and Shangun. Boys, let's talk about it right now. You're our last chance to vote Alper and Shangun's All Star game. If I were to put you on a podium and basically say, hey, why should you vote for Alperin Shingun? How are you going to convince the listener? DJ, you first. <laughs> Despite the recent struggles, um, he's... <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Despite, <laughs> Despite the recent struggles, man, he's... Uh, yeah, he's been, he's been killing it. He's been killing it. He's been going toe-to-toe with some of these bigs in the league. Um, I mean, he, he's the reason why we have a – well, he's one of the reasons why we have a winning record. Um, he's putting up, what, 21, 22 points per game with 9 and 95. Um, I would like to see the rebound numbers go up, but he's doing the best he can. Um, he, uh, but we need that rebound number to go up. But, um, I mean, what is there to say? He's the best player on the team. by Well, not by far, but he's the best player on the team, man. And he's giving it his all every every mm-hmm. night. And, uh, and he deserves it. He deserves it. His first all-star appearance – Hey, he needs it, man. And shout out to Turkey for get, uh, for coming out there, you know, and voting, man. Voting. Shout out to Turkey once yeah. again. Oh, love Clap Turkey. It up. I'm gonna visit Turkey. Do one, one time day. for the country. One year I'm gonna visit Turkey, and I'm gonna just give everybody a big hug, man. Shout out to the to the country of Turkey. Shout, shout out to, to Omer Ashik, the Turkish yeah. community. Yeah, shout out to Chetty Osman too, man. Even Chetty Osman. Even though he plays for the the enemy, but shout out to Chetty Osman. Man. <laughs> I love my Turkish people. Someone mentioned, someone commented on Chetty Osman in the YouTube saying that we should get him. Just to make LP happy, man. What a, what an idea. <laughs> I mean, no, no. He's like, nah, nah. No. <laughs> All right, good, good points, DJ. All right, over to you, GM. Let's talk about it. You're on a podium. How do you convince a voter to vote for Alperin Shingun? Four score and three years ago, Alperin Shingun was drafted 16th overall by your Houston Rocks. Was it 16 or 18? 16. 16. Okay, my memory serves me correct. But I'm talking to you, young people of America and around the world. Vote for Turkey's favorite son, Alperin 
Shang Goon, your starting center of the Houston Rockets and currently the leading scorer. He deserves all of our votes, all of our support. Houston, we need you. We need you to dial it in and remember that we need an all-star. It'd be the first time in three years since we've had an all-star since uh, cool. James Harden was here. Yeah, Russ. Now's your time to shine, guys. Ladies Facts. and gents, yep. we need all Facts. of you. We need your support. Houston, Turkey, everyone around the world. We're even looking at you, Philippines. Send our boy, Alperin Shangun, to the all-star game. Get it done. That's right. I mean, couldn't say it any better myself. I mean, that that's basically it, guys. Your last chance. Voting ends on the 20th Saturday from wherever. Well, 20th in the United States. So I guess if you're a day ahead, it would end the 21st on y'all. I don't really know the metrics of other countries. So, But it's going to end on the 20th. So it's your last chance. Let's last push. Let's get all of the votes in. Once again, I'm going to make it as easy for y'all as possible. Uh, just go on the link in the description, click on it, put in your email, cast your vote. That's it. And I think on the 19th, which is the day before the last day, your vote's going to count triple. triple yeah. So make sure you get that done. Me and DJ, our hands are going to oh, yeah. be full. Oh, yeah. I got yeah, all my different fake emails. Yeah. I got, I got my laptop, my work laptop, I got my phone. I might buy a burner phone tomorrow. Hey, you never know, man. I'm going to buy a couple burners I'm, as well. I'm on all of it. I'm on all of it. You don't want one million votes? Those were because of me. Those were because of me. You know. one, one million because of DJ. 300,000 because of uh, the country of Turkey. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, bottom line, guys, so we'll make it easy for y'all to vote. Make sure we can get Alperin Shangun to the All-Star game. No matter what, whether it's a starter, a reserve, your vote's going to count. Your vote's going to matter. Your vote is going to sway in the eyes of the coaches, of the players. So be sure to cast your vote right now. Alperin Shangun, look, we talked about the good of what it could mean for Alperin Shangun getting to the All-Star game. Let's hope he gets in. Let's talk about the negatives now. Let's dial it in. Okay, the Rockets. Lost last night to the New York Knicks, 109-294, after I had requested a Garden performance out of Alperin Shingun. Unfortunately, it did not happen accordingly to plan. The Rockets on their six-game road trip go 1-5, and five, squeaking out one win against the all-time lowly Pistons that are, are literally – on track right now to break mm -hmm. the record for least wins in an entire season. The Rockets squeak out the only win against them. So the Rockets, in terms of struggling, is an understatement. Let's go into it right now. Last night, 109 to 94. DJ, over to you first. Go to your brother. Takeaways. Go to okay, your brother. Go, to <laughs> go to your brother. Go to your, I don't want to. All right, he I'm is not, bequeathing the choice I'm, over to the GM. GM, over to you. 109 and 94. Takeaways. It was just a pathetic performance, honestly. I mean, I, I don't want to say overall terrible. The defense played well enough to win. It's just that the offense lagged behind. And it's a league of made buckets, guys. you got to make buckets to win in this league. And when you're putting in the effort defensively, yes, you know, it, it, it can definitely get you somewhere. But like we've stated all year, our offense has been slow and predictable. And last night... And this road trip overall has kind of showed how predictable our team has become on the offensive end. Uh, our pace is so slow to the point that these teams are starting to figure it out and they're starting to see like what we're going to run. This Fred Van Vliet, Alperin Shingun pick and roll, yes, I get it. You know, like I get it. It's effective. But we got to find different wrinkles here and yep. there. 
And a lot of these players are not empowered to uh, do more in this offense. And I understand. Ime wants to win, and he wants to run with his bread and butter. That'll lead to wins. But based on what we've seen, it's just there's just the team isn't doesn't have an identity anymore. Uh, with Dylan coming back at this time when we really need him, but the team is on in the middle of a skid. We're gonna need more out of everyone else to dig ourselves out. We just can't have Dylan be the main guy who defends everybody. Uh, definitely, we're definitely missing Tari. Tari's been gone for quite a while, and we're really, really feeling those effects. But we need all these players to step up in addition to Alp. I mean, Fred, yes, he's performed. He doesn't turn the ball over very well. But if you looked at the graphic that had the five worst shooting percentages in the league, we have two players there. <laughs> One is number two overall is Jalen Green, and number three is Fred Van Vliet. So <laughs> that's our starting that, backcourt. That's our starting backcourt. Oh, you know? my God. And when your starting backcourt is two of the top five in terms of worst shooting percentages, especially with the volume that Fred <laughs> shoots as well, uh, it's – definitely can spell disaster. Um, I'm not saying that I'm personally angry at Fred. I understand why he's shooting the ball. He's empowered to. Uh, Jalen, you know, he's struggling, and he's been struggling. Uh, you know, that there's definitely a lot more there in terms of just what's on the court. I don't know what's happening off the court, but all I can t say is, Jalen, man, whatever's going on, I'm really sorry, and we really hope, as Rockets fans, you can dig it out, man, that you can dig out of it. Remember that we're here to support you. Don't listen to all the negative noise. You're still a member of this team, and we will always support you through thick and thin. Uh, but overall, it's just been pathetic, man. Last night was pathetic. It was hard to watch as a fan. We, you know, we've, we've seen how well we've played in terms of playing good teams in this league. But it just looks like the team has regressed. And you can see definitely tired legs are starting to be a thing. Uh, we're, what, 19 and 21? So yeah. we're almost at the halfway mark of the season. No, we're yeah, we're literally <coughs> one game from the half halfway mark now. So, you know, like this is kind of what I was this is what kind of what I didn't anticipate it to be this bad, but I anticipated that legs were going to start to wear down, especially with the minutes for Fred uh LP, the dependency on LP is definitely going to take a toll. But like I stated, we really need other players to step up. Eme, we need some adjustments, brother. I believe in you still, but let's def now is definitely the time to open up the playbook a little bit and see what else is in the back pages. You know what I mean? Yeah, we got to right, right. run some trickery a little bit in there. It'll make it a little fun for the guys. Yeah. Well, uh, considering that the rec that the record is 19 and 21 doesn't sound so bad when two of your, you when two of your backcourt players represent the top three of worst percentages in the league. The fact that you're 19 and 21 almost seems like a miracle. If you, if you actually think about it to a degree, Yeah. the fact that you're 19 and 21 after a one in five road trip, DJ over to you now. Got takeaways from Rockets versus Knicks. I know you wanted to kind of pass that on to the GM, but my man's gonna. I just, I just have to collect my thoughts. But no, you're good. You're good. Go it's, ahead. It's been pathetic. It's been really pathetic. It's been bad. I, I'm, I'm piggybacking on J, well, on JP. So it's been pathetic. Like I understand you're going against some of the best teams in, in the league. I understand that, but you gotta give more of a fight. Don't, like mm -hmm. we're even that win against the Pistons, that was terrible. It um, felt hollow. It, like, yeah, it did. Shouldn't have won. Like yeah, like yes, like. We beat the – we didn't give the Pistons a win this season allegations. Okay, cool. But we were in a dogfight with the Pistons. Yeah. Like and, – and, and the problem is when we're in a dogfight in like the first like couple minutes of the first quarter, okay, we're high, you know, high praise. Okay, we about to do the thing. No, we just fall completely the fuck off. Like, I'm like, what are we doing? Because that, that, that next game, I think we were up 
maybe maybe four or five, maybe four or five mm-hmm. towards the half minute mark. Okay, cool. Right, right. I understand losing leak happens, but they de- never like got it back. They like when New York, New York was struggling in that first in yeah. the first in that first half. Yeah, yeah. But then they they, they went only had forty nine points. Yeah, when, like low scoring game at the halftime. But then they went to that locker room. They said, "Hey, man, let's turn that. Let's turn the hell up." And they, they, it, it seemed like they couldn't miss. Jalen Brunson seemed like he couldn't miss. Julius Randle, mm-hmm. OG Ananobi was hitting corner threes, which is our kryptonite right now on defense. Like it's, it's, it's terrible. It was terrible. Um, I understand you're going against the Celtics, who had the best home record in the league and haven't lost this season. It's second night of a back to back. Yeah, but you, you just, I think in that second quarter, you just laid down and, or not second quarter, what second half, whatever, just laid down and gave up. Um, Philly. And Joel Embiid is just Joel Embiid, man. You can't really stop him unless you're Jokic. So why are the like DJ, why why do you think the Rockets are struggling right now though? Like well, what is like one of the key cogs here? Team teams are figuring this out. We're easy to figure out. Mm-hmm. Um like he said, the Fred and Shingo figure out, okay, it works. Yes, it's like top of the league and like you know, whatever. I, I saw a graphic on it last night. It was like it was, tops and assists. It was like that, number that one. That Fred directly assists to yeah. Albrecht. Yeah, yeah, It I was number one. But teams were like, hey, they're easy to read. Let's say Shingun grabs the ball. You see the weak side defender come come over and try to rip the ball out or whatever. Every time. I've seen it every time. And, mm-hmm. yeah, Ime, I, I, I'm with – like, I'm the same way. I trust you. I Wherever you got going, hey, I'm going to roll with it. But dude, we need we need like something, man. we gotta do something, man. We gotta figure out more. And and, and I understand it's kind of hard to figure out when some of your players are like not shooting well because you know, like you said, Jalen, he's not shooting well. Jabari, I mean, he's doing his thing, but sometimes that we always like ice him out. Yeah, um, he he's had like a the forgotten guy on yeah. the offensive end, and, and I hate that too because mm-hmm. he was doing well in that first quarter with that. Ooh, I thought he was about to go off that because he dunked on Hardenstein, but we dude, always he like dunked on Hardenstein. He hit yeah. a couple threes to start. That's why I was like, oh, oh we're yeah, gonna we have a big Jabari yeah, game. We want to have a but big Jabari like, game. We're not feeding him. We're not. Yeah, exactly. We don't feed him, and then like we got to depend on Dylan to get some shots, mm-hmm. and then the bench unit. Like I understand Cam is a rookie, but he doesn't know how to pass the ball right now. He's 19. He's a rookie. I'm giving him that leeway. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Holiday, he's sort of a ball hog too. Uh, like that bench unit is like I think our most offensive player on the bench is maybe Jeff Green, and that's not good. Yeah, it's not good. It Jeff Green is thirty eight, thirty seven, and let's call a spade a spade too. The bench sucks. It sucks. Yes. Yeah, we're they horrible. are like it the sucks. bench is bad. It's bad, man. Um, yeah, I thought you know some of these games we could have went one with the bench, but like no, it didn't happen. Um. It's it's just a lot. It's a lot. I think, the, but the main factor is we're easy to figure out now. We're easy to figure out. And teams yeah. are like, okay, since they're gonna do that, boom, I'm about to counter you with this. We're gonna go on the other end and score a bucket because we know on the defensive end their rotations are getting like you know bad now. I, I just I just and I and I I can't believe our defense has regressed. Like especially these past ten games, but the, our defense has regressed bad. I understand Dylan has been out. I understand Tari has been out. But Ime Udoka's like identity. Scheme or not yeah. even scheme. I didn't. He's a defensive coach, man. Yeah. Like, come on. We went from a top six, we were, five yeah, defense. Top six, top five. We to were number we're one like at one point. Tier. Yeah, we're almost. I ain't gonna say we're almost volunteer because they're worse defensive teams than us. But we're like, we're almost like middle of the pack. Maybe. Yeah, we're actually yeah overall because yeah, well, we've been yeah. so good for a, like yeah. a good portion of the year. Yeah. So it seems like like what you're saying, DJ, like for Dylan to come back. Because that was our thought process. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, Dylan comes back. That defensive identity should mm-hmm. be able to find itself. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's, like, him trying to get his win back, obviously, <clears throat> trying to get back into, like, playing form, playing shape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but the defense has been bad. They've been yeah. horrible. Yeah. And last game wasn't even a bad defensive game. They no, gave it, up 109 it, points. They it really wasn't. scored enough to win. Yep. Like, like they – I mean, they had enough defense to win the game. Like, I think I tweeted out something last night as in, like, the defense was good enough to win. The offense didn't get the memo. Like, they had it. They had enough of it. The only thing is that the second half when they let Jalen Brunson – because Jalen Brunson finished with 30 – Julius Randle finished with 31. Mm -hmm. There's your problem right there. Mm -hmm. is that towards the end of the game, you let kind of Jalen Brunson go off, and that's kind of a big problem yeah. here. We learned these dynamic duos. Like, I know Jalen Brunson and Julius right. Randle. Then I think the Celtics game was Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Philly, Jonah B, Tyrese Maxey. I think Chicago, Kobe White, Zach Levine. Even though Zach Levine had, like, made not a lot of points, but he was, like, killing it on the boards, oh, 15 too. 15 rebounds. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess Detroit um, – I don't even know about Detroit. Detroit's so ass right now. But, <laughs> but yeah. It they felt, played well. Yeah, they, played they played well against well. us. They played they, well they played, against they played us. played well enough to beat us. Yeah, Alec, Alec Burke shooting like he's Steph Curry and stuff, man. That, that, that was disheartening. Jaden Ivey, great player, talented player, but come on now. I, I, we shouldn't have, have Jaden Ivey looking like he's elite against us, man, especially like at his time of his career. I know he's a second-year player, but yeah. no, nah, man. That's, yeah. that's a no-no. No, we're at a point now where <clears throat> we got to really figure out and I think this is where it gets really tough for Ime now because we're at the halfway point of the season mm -hmm. and we're on the outside looking in. Yeah. Cause, you know, playoffs playoff start today. What have I been saying? Yeah. Playoffs start today. We're not I in. Think, I think we're the 11th. We're 11th. We're 11th. Yeah, because, yeah. bro, Utah, my goodness, I hate giving Utah props, but they've been playing like fucking dogs, man. They I know. Be, yeah. gonna, we see them, right? We're seeing them on Monday, right? Yeah, Monday or We're seeing Tuesday. them next week, yeah, early next, next week. week. Yeah. So that's going to be a game. It's going to be a good game. And it's going to be now that we're kind of trickling into the halfway point of the season. These games, especially the games that we're kind of in the dog fights with and trying to play for playoff position, yeah. it's going to be must wins. Yeah. These are must wins because if you tie the record, you need to beat them head to head. You need to have the head to head record so that way you can beat them in seed position, seeding mm -hmm. position. So these games are starting to become must wins now. Yep. And I hope Ime sees that and tries to trickle in. Um, <laughs> Like different, like different plays in the playbook. I hope Rafael Stone understands that. Oh, yeah. Because now he needs to think about who he's going to trade, who he's going to trade for, because now we're trickling in. We're getting closer now to the deadline, and we're going to have to try to get some pieces. They're going to have to figure out who is needed, who like what are their biggest needs are, what the holes <laughs> are trying to fill here, and who are the players that are available, and who are the players – that we can trade, which I know Jock Landale is going to be on that. Bye-bye. Like Goodbye. 100%. Please leave. 100%. <laughs> so, by and large, before we move on to the next segment, which is going to be a more fun segment because we get to talk about trades, I'm just going to say this. I'm not going to dive anymore. Y'all did a really good job deep diving into why the Rockets have been struggling on the road as of late. Rockets, Rockets fans, I'm going to go directly to the camera, camera one, and just tell y'all right now. You're 4-15 and 15 on the road. Your Rockets are 15 and 6 at home. We got a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde situation going on here, and I don't understand why. <laughs> but I need something simple. I need the Rockets, the Rockets players. Go home. Unless you're not if you're if you're not home, go home. Get some rest. Go to sleep in your bed. Turn around. We'll see you Friday for practice. And then fill Toyota Center up on Saturday night and go fucking <laughs> win games. Because we need to make the play in. This year, we have to make the plan. Yeah. If we don't make the plan, I'm telling you all right now, there's going to be some major changes. There's going to be some major changes. Yeah. And I will go so far as to say no one is safe. Not one <sighs> player 
Maybe Opera and Shangoon, maybe. Maybe. But I don't know if anyone is safe on this Rockets team. Mm-hmm. So they need to make the play-in this year. They need to figure it out, get whoever they need to get, make the play-in. So that's going to transition perfectly around our next segment, boys. This one's a little bit more fun. Because... A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> come on, it's a lot more fun. We get to talk about who we may get. Like, these are players that may come to the Rockets. So trade deadline from this point is three mm-hmm. weeks from today. Yeah. Big time, like I said in uh, past episodes, big time for the Houston Rockets. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about some rumors, some some trade rumors that have been running rampant as of late. Two players in particular, which I talked a little bit about last episode, um, that have been linked directly with the Rockets who have shown interest. Two players, Clint Capella, Harrison Barnes, directly. Two players I immediately believe if you get either of them, you immediately catapult yourself. Like, you plug them in right now, They'll be serviceable right out of the gate. You'll win games. You'll see a turnaround. I think these two players are that impactful. DJ, over to you first. What have you been thinking so far in regards to getting possibly a Clint Capella or a Harrison Barnes? Is there any player in particular, if you can only get one, is there a preference in, in who you would want? Oh, man, that's, that's a good question. Um, I'm not really sure about Harrison Barnes. I know Clint Capella. I would love to have Clint Capella back. The only thing is, is as he a gonna, backup center, come yeah, on now. Is he is he going to accept that backup big role? I mean, I, I, I know he's kind of taking a backseat. Starting seat. right now, uh, he's kind of taking a backseat to Okongwu and maybe Jalen Johnson because they're both like playing good. Mm-hmm. But I think he will maybe want to start. But I think him coming back here, you know, to an organization he's familiar with, you know, not the front office like like all the way because I'm, I'm I'm not sure Stone was you know he wasn't his general manager when he was on Clint was here but you know a city he's familiar with hey I'll take a home town just kind of help you guys out for a little bit you know because we got goals to achieve um come on I home. think I think probably Clint Capella you know because like I said like I've stated before Al Pritchard was taking like the offense or, or the bigger offensive load and I think he needs a break he, he mm-hmm. obviously needs a break man you got and, and, and as well as Jeff Green I understand Jeff Green he's been doing his job but like I said, the man is 37, 38, and he's like 6'9". Mm-hmm. Like, most of, most of the bigs in the league are pushing 7 foot. Like, you won't find a, a backup big or a big in the league that's maybe under 6'10". Yeah. So, I, I, would, I would love to see um, Clint Capella on the team. Harrison Barnes, I would not be opposed to. He's, right. he's a teaser. He won, obviously won a championship with the, with the, with the Warriors in 2015. Um, he brings veteran leadership. He brings playoff experience. He's a good three-point shooter. He's a good three-point shooter. I don't know which what his we stats, need. Yeah, which we need. I don't know what it's looking like mm-hmm. this year, but in the past, the pedigree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need we need shooting. We need mm-hmm. shooting. But but for me, I think just getting it back up big, you know, helping Shangoon out. Um, I hope we're looking at guards too. You know, just the you know. Oh, yeah. we should. We should. Yeah. We, we need should. a backup point. We guard. We need a backup point guard. Who's the player that y'all said last week? I think Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones. I want Tyus. Yeah, Jones. I would love to have Tyus. I Jones. think that's they that, can. That's do... as wishful as we can get. Yeah. I think no. I think they can swing for Tyus Jones and Clint Capella. I don't think the asking <laughs> price for Clint Capella is going to be super high. No, nah, I think they're ready to get. I think they're ready to get. I let think go. they want to move on from yeah, that contract because yeah. Atlanta was like everybody's available except for Jalen Johnson and yeah. Trey Young. So they're. I think they're ready to like, hey, Clint. We might move you, so and and we thank you for your service, but it's about that time, man. So yeah, Atlanta, I would highly recommend y'all to look into this really great prospect that we're Please. gonna have coming your way from Australia. Please, I mean he's struggling this year. But no, 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 no
<laughs> you can't hide the stat. We can't hide the stats. Or like stats can stats, be DJ. stats can be misleading. You're that's right. All I was He's saying. like Sh- you know what? That's, Atlanta, that's a fair way to put it. Atlanta. Yeah. Jock Londale is like Shane Batty. He's yeah. the no stats all star. Just yeah. doesn't get enough credit. He's there the, you go. He gives you effort. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. Um, I, I mean, I, I love the idea. And and talk about this real quick, actually, before I give it to the GM. You can, if you get Clint, you can run a big lineup. I'll bring Shangun. You can run him at the four for a little. I'm just like depending about, on who's. Yeah. I'm just worried yeah, about his true. defense. Oh yeah, that, that, that's, that's, I think he'll be fine on the defensive side, but mm-hmm. offensive side, I, w- I wouldn't be mine. I wouldn't mind. Clint too. at one point used mm-hmm. to be able to switch everything in that yeah. 2018 offense. Oh, it's yeah. not the. I mean, 2018 defense, not the same. Obviously, yeah, it's not. He's a bit older now, so yeah, we're gonna see what's gonna happen here. GM, over to you. Look, got Harrison Barnes. We got Clint Capella. Yeah, ripe for the picking. Mm-hmm. I think maybe possibly one of them can come to Houston. Overall thoughts of the latest in the rumors. Uh, man, I mean, I'm happy that the Rockets are searching out for players <sighs> that they that they need in terms of in terms of help. <laughs> as much as I agree with DJ in terms, if I had to pick one, he went with Clint Capella. I'd actually go the opposite. I'd go. I'd take Harrison Barnes. Let's fucking go. Uh, <laughs> let me let me explain my reasoning. Let me Barnes let me explain before. my reasoning. It's, it's, a, it's a personal um, preference. My me. reasoning is this. Harrison Barnes helps us in ways that we are immensely struggling in. We cannot shoot the ball. Okay. Uh, I do get it. You know, I do want Alpi to have some help too, but I think that we can probably get away with Jeff Green and Jabari Smith Jr. If Harrison Barnes is on the floor with them, Uh, he's definitely an upgrade in terms of whoever is on the floor uh, that we have now. Jay Sean Tate. uh, I don't even know who's running at the floor right now. When with the bench unit, but it just overall just not looking it's, it's very solid. Uh, you know, just imagine Harrison Barnes alongside of Jabari Smith Jr. or Jeff Green, uh, Cam Whitmore, Amen Thompson. And can I and plug? Can I plug this in? By the way, he's averaging forty percent from three this year. There you go. See, that, that's, <laughs> okay, I'll change my answer. I'll change my answer. I'll change my answer. That, Eleven points a game, forty percent. That's I'll the thing. That's that's the thing that we need the most. I mean, as much as I would love a big, I think that we can probably find a value big on waivers or whomever you know these buyout candidates. If unless these guys want to go to championship teams, which I totally understand, but I think Harrison Barnes is a part of what this team needs, uh, nucleus wise. Uh, mm. A veteran that's smart, been there, understands the grind. He can probably relate to Ime Yadoka as well. He's not as highly He's heralded. A tough He's Ime Yadoka, forward for championship teams. Harrison Barnes, forward for championship teams. Uh, you know, his defense isn't top notch, but his defense is there. He's certainly strong. He's only, he might be a little undersized to play the four, but he can definitely guard the three and the four and certain possessions the five. Defensively, he's stout. He's good enough in terms of limited minutes. So I'm not too worried about the overall aspect in terms of a big. It's mostly the shooting. But what Harrison Barnes brings is a dual threat, both sides of the court. That's the thing. And with that, he can definitely help this uh, – Lineup immensely. I'll probably put Aaron Holiday, Jay Sean Tate to the bench, allow Cam Whitmore, Amen Thompson to flourish alongside either Fred or Jalen Green on the floor, whomever uh, they try to run with. But I really do like that lineup if they start to kind of like rotate in a little bit of the what's it called? What's the word when they start to um, they uh, rotate, rotate, not in? rotate, but I mean float the minutes to where they're not always oh stagger, yeah, stagger, stagger, stagger the minutes, yeah, yes. So that's kind of what I want to see. That's what kind of what I what I see with Harrison Barnes. 
Well, here. Harrison will come off the bench too, right? Definitely. De- yeah. Definitely Harrison will come off the bench. Yeah. Uh, but he's going to definitely play some impactful minutes off the bench. He, he could potentially close games. Well, I actually think Harrison's actually going to end up taking the minutes that Jeff Green has currently been playing. So Jeff Green closes games. Yeah. Has been closing a lot of games lately. I think those are the games. I think those are the minutes that Harrison Barnes is most likely to absorb. Yeah. So I think – and that's good because Jeff Green <laughs> – for all intents and purposes, Jeff Green is a break class in case of emergency. That's all he's supposed to be. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't signed here to be. Jeff a Green big... was not signed to play twenty minutes a game. Like, yeah, definitely not. I'm sorry, he's yeah. not signed to do that. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you 100. If you guys date back to the first ten episodes of Summit State of Mind, mm. you guys know how I feel about Harrison Barnes. This it's man's personal. a Harrison Barnes stand. It's a personal preference, first and He's foremost. Oh, yeah, you, for years. You, you have expressed Harris, your love for Harrison. Harrison Barnes, small forward out of North Carolina, <laughs> 2012 draft pick, number eight overall. Harrison Barnes, you'll look damn good in red, baby. I personally believe, um, all jokes aside, mm-hmm. I always believed that Harrison Barnes plugged into that James Harden offense in the past was going to be perfect. Oh, he would have been better if, than Trevor Reese. Right. Sorry, yeah. Oh, 100%. I'm sorry. I'm facts. sorry, Trevor. If you watch You know this, I love sorry. Trevor, but too. But make a three, man. <laughs> God, damn it. Man. One. I know. One. I, know. Okay. I can't even. I'm getting it. off track. I'm getting I off track. I can't say anything negative because I met Trevor in person, and he's actually a real good dude. So. Damn. damn. But, uh, <laughs> My bad, Trevor. But uh, Harrison Barnes is essentially, if you guys want to understand his game, other than looking at YouTube highlights, if you're not going to do that, I would highly recommend watching Jabari's game. Because that's very sim- their game is very similar, very strong mid range game, mm-hmm. strong three point shooter, averaging forty percent this year, averaging eleven points from the floor, uh, spot three, uh, spot three four uh, <laughs> player, play, can play a little bit of three, play the four, he can do a little bit of everything. Um, I think the Rockets can get one of Clint Capella or Harrison Barnes, and the interest for both I can report right now is strong. So the Rockets are going to go heavy on these two. They're they're going to want one. I think. The only thing is, it's going to be a little tough of an ask for the Kings. They want a strong. That's reported by USA Today that they want a strong swingman in return. So his, he wears the number. He wears the number eight jersey. You will love him, man. You will love him. <laughs> Go ahead and come get him, man. I mean, there's a young gentleman by the name of Aaron Holiday. Yeah, young and spry. And he's I a mean, great shooter. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know, he can handle I love the how ball. Y'all are come off the bench. He's literally a microwave. Yeah, man. My man will make buckets are, for y'all over there, y'all man. Are selling so hard for this guy. <laughs> Got you. There's a guy who's like who hasn't even played yet. Victor Oladipo, oh, former yeah. All Star. Oh, yeah. Got you. Strong. He's, he's swing viable man. right now. He's viable right now. Vic we'll Oladipo. Wait, we'll, we'll see. Those are like the two players. So those are the two players that report right now to be linked with the Rockets. Um, if we know Rafael Stone well enough, he may get a player that's not even named currently. We don't know what's going to happen in terms of that. But like I said, the stove is starting to get hot. Uh, we're not an NBA pod, so we're not going to dive into it. But Pascal Siakam just got traded. So Sheesh. that is kind of the first domino to fall in terms of major trades before the deadline. So I fully expect there to kind of start. Like rumors will start getting more rampant. Mm-hmm. And the Rockets, to know what the Rockets are going for, they're going to definitely have their hands in every bit of the pot. I think that that's basically what's going to end up happening. Uh, real quick, boys, before we move on to our next segment, if you were Rafael Stone, what is the biggest need currently? Uh, DJ, over to you first. Like, if you were to pick one need, what's the biggest need? Three, like, for example, we got three-point shooting, uh, backup five, backup five, a backup one. What is the biggest need? I don't want to say backup five because I'm sound like a broken record right now. I'm going to say um, 
three point shooting most likely because you know it, it kind of they kind of regressed. I mean, we're still making the oh, shots. Oh, it's been so bad yeah, on the road, though. Been, yeah, it's been bad on the road, though. So, I would yeah. say three-point shooting. Okay, good call. Jim, over to you. Shooting. I'm with DJ there. I mean, the defense, we have the the defensive uh, template, you know, with Ime, but you can only go so far with defense. you got to make buckets. And in this league, it's a make-or-miss league, and it's our time to make. And if we get oh, some help. Oh, that's a bar? Yeah. That's a bar? There okay. Go. Okay. We're going to end it like bad. that. and end it right there. Okay. I was, I was a bar. <laughs> it was, I was a damn bar. Holy shit. Okay. Um, I, in my opinion, as much as I love, and I do love Harrison Barnes, and I really, really want him, and he's probably my number one. Uh, I think the Rockets need a backup one. I think the Rockets need to alleviate some minutes off of Fred. I, I I account a lot of the reason why he's shooting a low percentage because of his legs. Those legs are yeah. shot right now. He won't admit it because Fred's a dog. Yeah. He's just going to put his head down and do the work. He ain't going to complain. Yeah. But he's tired. And you can kind of see him getting tired. He's not beating anybody off the dribble anymore either, yeah. if you notice it. He, he was like in, that la- in, in last night's game, it was like. He wasn't beating anybody. He, was, he, he wasn't making like the layups he usually makes either. I'm yeah. like, Jesus Freaking Christ, Fred. These legs are dead. Yeah, you so, can see it. Tired. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. And the best thing about this show is that if any major trade happens, we will be reporting it, and we will put out an episode as soon as possible. So that's going to be very exciting stuff. Three weeks from the trade deadline. Boys, one in five road trip. Who is our D-A-W-G dog? No yeet. <laughs> Sorry. It's been a no yeet moment. That was Sorry, serious. Guys. That was serious. Well, it's, it's no we haven't been playing well. It's a no yeet. So when we play well, it's yeet. When we don't play well, it's no, no yeet. yeet. And you gotta stare into the camera like Jimmy Uso when you say it. Um, like, no ah. yeet. No, no. I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. All right, let's talk about it. Roundtable discussion right now. Who's our dog of the week? If we have any, DJ. <laughs> Do you want it to go to the GM first? No. There, there's no dog of the week. We won against the Pistons by by a close game. No dog of the week for me. Damn. Over to you, GM. That is so. Is real. there a dog of the week? I mean, no one really deserves it. But I mean, I'm gonna give big ups to Dylan for coming back earlier than <laughs> expected. Right, 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 right. That's that's okay, that is okay. about as I could go. I know a lot of people are probably gonna be like, "Yo, it should be LP or it should be Fred." <laughs> but I mean, one in one, one, of a one in five trophy. on the road is not it. It's not it. Bro. And you know, uh, I know <laughs> that we normally glorify trophy. these exactly. guys. With the dog of the week, but I'm gonna give it to Dylan. My man played 39 minutes last night. What more can you ask for for someone for a team that sucks currently? And he's coming off an oblique injury. And if anyone understands how hard it is to recover from an oblique injury, it sucks. Look how long Jordan and Jose Altuve were out this year. Yeah. We're gonna revert back to baseball. But what I'm saying is this: is like to have that kind of core strength and ability to come back. Dylan Brooks is just another version of Pat Beverly, Wolverine type shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm going to give it to him because he came back. The team is struggling, but he's doing the best he can on the floor. And you can tell that he hasn't caught his wind completely. But once we get back home, we're going to see more of the normal Dylan Brooks and the normal Houston Rockets. But at this point in time, this will be the second time I gave Dylan Brooks Dog of the Week. Yeah, I think. I don't remember. Yeah, I think he's earned it like I'm not too sure. at this point. But I'm going to give it to him. I came into this entire episode going with what DJ said. I wasn't going to give anybody Dog of the Week because I didn't think anyone earned it at this point. Damn it, GM makes a good point because Dylan did come back from an oblique injury. Okay, and that is I, I, not an and, and I give him props for that. Okay, we're going to give it to him. But like I said, this is literally a participation <laughs> trophy. Yeah. 
at this point. We'll see what the listeners and the no, comments yeah, so, say. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> so we'll go with we'll go with Dylan Brooks as dog of the week. That's like not as wanting, but we'll go ahead and congratulations, do it Dylan. All right, so boys, let's get ready to go home here. But before we do, I do have to give once again a shout out to Celebrity Mint. <sighs> woo! Gotta do it one time. Can I get a woo? Woo! Woo! Can I pass this to you, DJ? Can you hold this? No, you can't have two hands. Two hands, two hands. There you go. All right, flash it to them one time while I do that. All right, y'all. So let's talk about it right now. Celebrity Mint is a family-owned and Houston-based company we are proud to call part of the Apollo family. Of course, they are already debuted their new sports memorabilia series, the Mike Tyson made of silver and gold, and the Ric Flair, which he's holding right now. Mike Tyson and Ric Flair Legend Series collection can be currently found right now on celebritymint.com give them a follow on their socials at the celebrity mint let's get ready to go home here boys but before we do we did a little something interesting last week i don't know I don't, I don't, and we do? we've talked about enough negativity here what did I and i got producer garrett over here to our left what did i say is, what happened who is the king of off the gridiron which is a texans podcast and the houston texans are going to war on saturday with a certain number one seed against the Baltimore Ravens, DJ, over to you. What did I real say? Real quick, real quick, real quick. Give a uh, give a score prediction. Go. Well, before that, what did I say? What happened, Cleveland? I told you <laughs> that what happened. Y'all thought I was fucking lying. Got that ass spank. Anyways, onto onto the Baltimore. Um. <laughs> 27-24, Texas win. Oh, My man's sicking sicking to it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, 2017 uh, Texans. Wow. Ooh, man, uh, I'm getting tingles. Big man. game. That's big game, man. I'm, I'm getting I'm, tingles, man. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. I'm it's okay. importance, boys. Before I do, I'm gonna call Garrett. 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 I know you had already dropped your score prediction, but can you drop it here for our folks at the summit? Yes, I can. Here, let me get down low. Yes, please. Uh, 28-27 Texans win. We win by one point because see, the the Ravens are leading 27-21. With a minute to go left in the fourth, two timeouts. C.J. Stroud Let's drives see. down the field, scores scores the game-winning touchdown. To who? With 15 seconds, Dalton Schultz. Oh! Oh! Yes. Okay. And the time runs out for the Baltimore Ravens, and the Texans move on to the AFC Championship game for the first time in franchise, franchise history. history. Let's go. Let's go! <laughs> that was hype, man. I, I am Drop. ready for Saturday. Hype. We got me want to put the damn, pads back on, man. <laughs> the damn mic. Texans win 27 to 20. <laughs> That's mine. They win via touchdown. Ooh, they man. win by a whole, a whole damn touchdown. And like Garrett said, first appearance. And, and this seems to be the year of revenge. We got the revenge against Joe Flacco. I think it's time to get revenge against Baltimore. In Baltimore, shout out to Jacoby Jones. Oh, he is also oh, the team captain. He's going to be on Baltimore's line, right? So, shout out to Jacoby Jones. I think this is the year of revenge, so I, I can't wait. I'm excited to see it. If y'all are currently in the city of Houston, be sure to go to our, wa our watch party, Apollo's watch party with the Texans at Big City Wings off the Katy Freeway. Can't wait to see each and every one of y'all there. We had a packed house oh, the yeah. last time we had a watch party, and we're expecting a lot more, especially mm -hmm. with the Texans having an away game. GM, let's get ready to go home here. Give the people what they want one time. All right, everyone. Make sure to show up and show out. Uh, follow me on Twitter at JP underscore 
Mirabueno. Make sure to follow the podcast on Twitter and TikTok whenever we do post TikToks at Summit, S-O-M-P-O-D. And make sure to follow us on Instagram as well at Summit State of Mind underscore P-O-D. And make sure to follow our people, our brothers, our brethren at Apollo NBA and at Apollo H-O-U. Make sure to super kick that subscribe button on Apollo H-O-U YouTube so you can get notifications to watch podcasts just like ours and other podcasts like uh, Play Action Takes, our NFL podcast that they just released their, uh, what is it, their wild card post game or wild card post? Post wild divisional card prediction? weekend Not divisional yet. prediction. I think that's probably going to release later this week. And um, Zero Gravity, starring our boys Stoney and Josh. Uh, make sure to follow that NBA podcast as well. So make sure to tune in, guys, and let's have some fun. Sounds good. Sounds good. You can follow DJ at Hustle Town Season SZN. Please stop sucking rockets. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> It's pain. It's, it's real pain, pain, right? Pain. I'm sorry. It's I'm real sorry. pain. We're all feeling it, man. Okay, let's talk positively. Texans are in the Call Ridge. I believe in you, Call Ridge. Let's get it, man. Hey, that's – oh, wow. You you dropped the legal name. I dropped the legal name. because I, I Fantastic. You I, love to see it. I love Call Ridge, man. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's a pretty – hey, it's a cold name. Cold. Ooh, oh, you like that. Like that. You can like follow that. me on Twitter as well, at Summit Commission. <laughs> Shout out to our Apollo <laughs> podcast brethren that continue to kill the game one time. BTD, Beyond the Diamond, Crown Jewel, the Astros podcast. Be sure to give them your first listen for all Astros content. Shout outs once again to Off the Gridiron one time, Apollo Texans. They continue to kill it along with CJ Stroud. He is him. Once again, be sure to give him your first listen for all Houston Texans content and we thank each and every one of y'all for making us your first listen for all houston rockets content boys let's get ready to go home here on a successful episode 202 let's get ready to go home here as our producer gives us the go home cue and i'm gonna go with what i always say go summit go apollo go home rockets sleep in your bed win some damn games go rockets dj do the thing yeet yeet the summit Four, 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 four. Five.